Before we start, this episode was taped in front of a live audience in Portland, Oregon. Unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, the first five minutes of high-quality audio were lost. We did manage to pick up the audio from our camera in the crowd, although it isn't very good. What you will hear is the beginning of the show in low-quality audio, then we'll jump forward a few minutes to the high-quality audio for the rest of the show. All you're missing is basically me bitching about my laptop rebooting. And now, enjoy Gayish. When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's Gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's Gayish. Oh, Gayish, you're probably Gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's Gayish. We're also Gayish. It's Gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. Oh shit, I have to do stuff. I was just like, <laughs> people are clapping for me. It's such a yet. Um, the podcast that asked Brittany Spears if she likes our show, and she said, <laughs> Does she shake up the dough like that? Would she use that noise? <laughs> we both were doing it, so everything was level. Great, great, excellent. Uh, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Yes. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today, hello, Portland. Hi, Hi Portland. Everyone, it's so good to see you all came out to a brewery where they sell beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's real cool. You must like us a bunch. Um, thank you all for coming out. It's so exciting to be here. It's so exciting to see you. It's, it's I'm 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 overjoyed. Uh, it is our birthday anniversary. We have been doing this shit for five years. Birthday us literally today. Yeah, it's uh, in, in gay years for a relationship. I think this is my most successful relationship. <laughs> yeah. Are we where you thought we would be five years in? Um, I am so pessimist pessimistic. Pessimistic. <laughs> like, don't do pessimistic. <laughs> um, I'm so pessimistic. I think that everything is going to fail, and don't think anything that I do is going to work. So, so no. This is this is much better than I thought. This is good. Oh yeah. yeah. Hi everyone. I'm so excited to see. You. So happy to be here. I didn't think anyone would care. Um, so no, I I, I did not. I did not know that people would care, that people listen. Uh, one of the biggest things that I have learned by doing this that we have come to find out is that um, anything showing two gay male friends, like everyone just assumes if you're a gay dude, you fucked. And yeah. in my experience, that's because if you're a gay dude, you've probably fucked. So like, I get it. I get why it's it, like, I get why people think it. Also, sometimes we just meet through work or, or mutual friends and then become friends and then stay friends and never fuck each other. So that's, that's something that um, I did not realize was unique for, um, I don't know, for a show, for media, for anything. Yeah, I mean, there's, so, defi there's definitely a bunch of people that don't believe that we haven't fucked. No, we haven't. We have not. We haven't. I promise. Well, I think that's because sometimes when people ask if we've ever fucked, I say, I've always, I've always loved you, Mike Johnson. And... <laughs> And I thought, <laughs> and I think it's about time you know it. And, and then he does that. And then people are like, 
are you dating? I'm like, no, 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 no. We really have never slept together. I think this just counted as group sex, Kyle. <laughs> Look at all these people watching. Um, uh, you came for gayish. Yeah. That's what you're getting. Uh, uh, so uh, big thanks to Hop Capital Brewing and Ridge Walker, a craft culture marketplace for having us. Uh, quick reminder, this is a very not safe for work show, if that wasn't already abundantly clear. So if you, you know, if that bothers you. There's the exit. I no, was real I, nervous. I was like, when people are showing up, it's like, do you know there's a podcast going on? Or if you're just here for the beer, like, I don't know. You're going to have yeah. to deal with, like, Gay two shit. assholes talking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> side note, pr- private conversation, Mike. Yeah. Do we have a show? Did, did yeah. we record this show? <laughs> yeah, we might have missed the intro. We can explain okay. that later. It wasn't that good, so that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's okay. It's fine. Okay. Okay. I'll see what I can do. Okay. Okay. Uh, 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 round of applause. How many of you have heard our show before? Friendly territory. This is good. Uh, another round of applause. Gayish virgins. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Love breaking in new blood. Um, I don't know what. That's horrible. I well, okay. Hate it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, and uh, another round of applause. How, uh, how many LGBT plus folks, queer community folks, do we have? <laughs> and with that. The Guinness Book of World Records for most queer people in a brewery has just been accomplished. Congratulations, everyone. Uh, and allies. How many allies do we have? I know we have a few. Some of them work here. Yeah. Go ahead and clap. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> we, there's, there's some people that were unsure. <laughs> do, I, and, do I care? Do and I? no, they're like... I don't know. I like fucked this chick this one time and like I liked it, but like it was fun. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, so. I, was, I, was, I was bi for a minute in college. Does that, yeah. like, does that count or am I just an ally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can count. You can count tonight. Um, okay. So it is a live show tradition that we don't reveal our topic until after the news. So you get to wait in suspense. There's no reason for that at all. Just, it's just a thing that we do. Um, but Kayish, there's first, no reason for that. Yeah. Uh, being our fifth anniversary, we are going to have a bunch of announcements to make because that's a thing we do on our birthdays. And I'm excited um, that people here are listeners because announcements about our show to people who have never heard us really like that'd be so fucking boring. You'd be like, I don't care what changes you're making to your Patreon tiers. Like that does not interest me as a person that is just came to a bar. So that's I'm glad. Maybe some some people won't care about that. Uh, are you are you good? You ready for an announcement? Yeah, yeah. What do we got? An announcement. So we have been having a theme song contest where everybody gets to write in and fuck up my song that you heard us walk out to, and uh, boy, y'all came out with some submissions. Um, There's yeah, th- we got the the gamut from um, uh, people that were just like totally like followed the format on theme and some people that was like this is I don't think I was supposed to read this that's too much for me there's some racy <laughs> entries so I appreciate everyone yeah and, and some people like wrote haikus which that's lovely but that's not how the song goes but like, there were some people that were like this doesn't totally fit you have to word, read this word really fast yeah. <laughs> so they at least yeah. knew I appreciated them yeah um do you have a winner uh yeah well I, so there's two winners nobody wrote two two is that a stanza uh, anyway, nobody wrote Boy, two I that I like, so I'm, I'm I'm splitting the difference, and uh, so there's there's two winners. Uh, That's one, a mean way that you could have just said like there are multiple people I enjoyed, so I combined them. That's fine. Yeah. Mike half likes a couple people. I have no filter. Okay, and I overshare. That's why that's why you get that's, a podcast. That's why there's a podcast. Yep. 
okay, the first, uh, John Crawley of Woodbridge, Virginia submitted grilling steaks on a hibachi while you're decked out in Versace. <laughs> That's gayish. <laughs> I enjoyed very that one. Good. Good that was deal. very good. <laughs> uh, and uh, the, the co-winner is Bobby, who gave us, uh, when your hobbies suck a knob, but you dress like you're a slob. <laughs> That's gayish. Uh, Maybe don't hit on dudes on Grinder by saying suck a knob. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that that's the... I don't know. Well, let me rethink that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> let me, gayish, let me rethink that. Uh, honorable mentions, uh, if you like munching booty and playing Call of Duty. Uh, <laughs> and uh, also an honorable mention, a fist isn't much for you, but you use five-in-one shampoo. <laughs> that's gayish. <laughs> Uh, thank you to everybody who wrote them in. Like there were, there were, there were, there were dozens of them to, to go through, and uh, some very creative. Ooh, that one uh, was a lot. Yeah, uh, are you okay? I'm warm. <laughs> Jesus. Um, can you fist your like? Can you sit on a five and one? Never mind. We don't have to. <laughs> are you okay, Kyle? It's fine. Don't sit on shampoo bottles. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, well, as most of you apparently are already aware, we do our gayest and straightest at the end of every episode, which is the gayest and stereotypically gayest and stereotypically straightest thing about us over the last week, just to show that everybody has a little of column A and a little of column B all the time. We want to hear yours at the end of the show, so be noodling around, and, and uh, uh, we would love to hear it. And uh, our, our lovely assistant, Derek, will give you some merch. Um, and if we're recording this, <laughs> it'll, you'll hear it on the show Yeah, this Thursday. It is recording. Okay, okay. Mostly. Okay. We'll see what happens. We'll, yeah, we'll see you later. Um, now the news? It's time for the news. All right. Yeah, news the first. Okay, so on Wednesday night, former President Donald J. Trump. Let's hear the boo. Okay. Great. Excellent. Thank you. Do I have to... Uh, there was a fundraiser supporting Republican congressional candidate and former Trump administration housing and urban development department official John Gibbs, and someone in the crowd yelled, gays for Trump. Which you know how we feel about gays for Trump, right? I, uh, we know they're staged, right? They, uh, like, are they actually gay? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, and you don't, anyone can yell that at any point in time and they don't actually have to be gay like that's true you don't have to show proof to yell gays for trump that's i'm just saying how do we know for sure yeah republicans show us your papers <laughs> show us your gay gay papers do, do some blowjobs <laughs> in, in front of us so we can verify do blowjobs do blow <laughs> do blowjobs and then we'll believe you um so trump then asked the crowd where's gays for trump which yeah, sure. That's a question. <laughs> but did, like, there's a certain way he could be asking that that's like, where the fuck is gays for Trump? Like, when, what way did he ask this question? Because that could make me nervous. Well, someone responded, we're over here. <laughs> <laughs> to Trump looked in their direction and then said, quote, you don't look gay. <laughs> God, that's funny. That's annoying how funny that is. Like, that's something we might say. <laughs> That's true. We can get away with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're allowed to because we're gay. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of... It's annoying that that's kind of funny. But, yeah. okay. Well, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He yeah. then told the crowd, we did great with... I can't do it, Trump. Uh, we did great with the gay population. The crowd laughed. The video got 90,000 views on Twitter. 
Um, and uh, the, the, the founder of the Gays for Trump group, which apparently is like capital G, capital T, Gays for Trump is an organization. Wow. Uh, Peter Boykin, he told Newsweek in an email that those that with his group, that Gays for Trump, quote, probably wouldn't look gay because it's a stereotype that fits more with the typical look of leftist LGBT. N- not saying some of us might look fabulous and gay, um, but otherwise it was a suit and tie event. So unless one of us was wearing a Joker suit, meh. Hmm. I, I don't look very leftist. <laughs> my, my free hoodie that I got from someone is not very leftist yeah, LGBT yeah. right now. Is your, is your hoodie your like, straightest of the week? God, it should be. Although my shoes. Oh, yeah. They make up for it. Very shiny. Yeah. Hold on. Let me put my foot back. Um. Yeah. It just the. I just wanted to to say that like the, you don't look gay is interesting because it's that's all about stereotypes. That's what our show is about. Yeah. 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 In spite of joking about it, like when it's coming from when it's hopefully we're doing this from a place of we understand their stereotypes and let's let's break them down in a way that allows you to do more things, fem things, mass things, things that are not stereotypically gay, and things that are, and. Usually the way people talk about it is you don't look gay. That's supposed to be a compliment because looking gay is a bad thing. It probably means looking more femme. So that like sure. when, when you just hear it out in the wild without any kind of breakdown, it's probably the shitty way that that is why we do this to break down these expectations of, yeah, what did you expect from the gay contingent at right. the Trump? I, I think the, the, I forget. I've, I'm sure. Lots I've, of self-loathing, self-loathing and... Uh... I don't know. Like, I imagine like pop colors like a frat guy. Like a, a Republican gay person has got to be like the frat guy. Right? I mean, that like, was my model for like hot dudes, and because I'm into douchebags. So like for a while, <laughs> my gay aesthetic was trying to look like a frat guy. Oh, oh, I knew look you. like the people you want to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you in your early twenties. You were you were that was working for you. Oh, <laughs> thanks. What happened? <laughs> Um, yeah, news the second? Yeah. Okay, here we go. So, uh, uh, starting April 11th of this year, we will start seeing passports from the United States of America that have X as a gender wow. option. Yeah, uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken announced it. Um, it's, uh, again, just passports for now. Other documents will start in 2023. Um, but he made the announcement on Thursday, which was Trans Day of Visibility. I hope you guys saw some trans people because they are around. Um, and uh, uh, but yeah, so quote: the department is setting a precedent as the first federal government agency to offer the X gender marker on an identity document. We reaffirm our commitment to promoting and protecting the freedom, dignity, and equality of all persons, including transgender, non-binary, and gender non-conforming persons around the world. It's um, incredible. Yeah. God, I get worried when people make official statements about trans and non-binary people because it's like, did someone vet this otherwise? <laughs> like, you know, like they don't always have the language down and it becomes apparent. So I, what they said seemed like someone read through it and was like, yes. This yeah, is- he did not write that. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, I am interested in your take on X as being the option because I, like, I, I kind of feel like X... Like X marks the spot? No. <laughs> like it, it feels a rated X. Like like X feels like a loaded letter to me, and to have that be the like. Hmm. I I don't know. How do non-binary people feel about being X? That's the thing. Like, like usually, like if if I could pull from like 
you know, whatever the trans and non-binary community think is, is the right thing is like, I'm totally down. So it's always weird to be like, I have opinions, but they'll change in an instant if, if someone else says, like, here's a better letter for it. Same way I feel about um, on the bathroom doors when they're like, you know, man, woman, or like alien or mermaid or, or like they're like whatever just wash your hands it's kind of like ah, do you think non-binary people are mermaids because like that's only kind of true like that's only true sometimes <laughs> like there's, i don't know there's just some weird stuff that people think are, is supportive and I, yeah i'm not non-binary so I, I don't i don't know if anyone actually gives a fuck but i always notice that that feels like an odd way of support that's yeah kind of other othering but yeah yeah i guess you couldn't just leave it blank then it just looks like a mistake right? yeah yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Anthony Blinken. Yeah, but that's great. That's good. <laughs> um, have to remember to be happy about shit. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, a 2015 survey of trans Americans from the National Center for Trans Equality found that 43% of respondents who had gone through airport security reported that they experienced a problem at the checkpoint related to their gender identity. So hopefully that is uh, going to get better. I mean, uh, there, did you did you show me it or did you talk about on the show like the someone that was like checking someone for and like they were like what's in your pocket and did not present mail, but it was it was their dick. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. was like oh yo, come on through, <laughs> we oh. can stop this right now. Like oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah uh, there's a there's also like I think it was a TikTok going around of like a dude is getting patted down by a police officer. The police officer grabs him and says what is this and he goes that's my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, news to last. Yeah. So, uh, of course, the Don't Say Gay bill has been signed into law in Florida by Governor Ron DeSantis. Rick DeSantis. What the fuck is that asshole? Um, and uh, uh, so, in direct response to that, Southern Progress Pack and Folks Health have kicked off a digital billboard campaign of Say Gay billboards. They're, oh. they're massive, just plain white uh, with uh, black lettering that says, say gay. And it's really heartwarming that there's, you know, there's the, the, the hearts and souls of queer people in Florida have just got to be worn out. And at least here's some encouraging words. Uh, of course, the Disney controversy is still roiling. Disney said that they were going to actively fight the Don't Say Gay legislation now. and That they su- help support? That they help support in the first place by giving money to candidates that supported it. To which Governor DeSantis said, well then, we're going to revoke your right to be your own government because apparently Disney, Disney World is not actually part of Orange County. Orange County doesn't have any jurisdiction over them because of some fucked up law that like basically makes Disney its own county. It's like the Vatican? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly right. Yeah, which, is Mickey Mouse our Pope? <laughs> which, which makes me wonder, like, do they have their own, like, Disney police force? Is it like uh, Amtrak and they get to, like, you know, investigate their own murders? I'm on the case! <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a double homicide! Woohoo! Oh, no. What a brutal murder! I've never seen something so savage. I'm gonna have trauma dreams about this tonight, Pluto. Oh no! Let's let. Okay, the news is over, so you stop that. (laughs) That's the news. There's blood everywhere. (laughs) Oh my god! It's horrible. Okay. Um, Did you think we'd make it to five years? How do you feel about I don't, our show? I, I, don't, I don't know about 10 now. We'll, yeah. see, we'll see what happens. That's, that's fair. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, is, it, is it topic reveal time? It's topic reveal time. Do you guys want to g- give us a drum roll? No, uh, so at our live shows, what we like to do, actually, is uh, like Family Feud style at the end when they show the answers and then everybody repeats it back in unison. We want you to read as a crew together the topic as soon as Kyle reveals it on the count of three. The instructions make sense. I'm an over-explainer. Okay, great. Uh, Say the word out loud. Say the word on the card out loud. Great. One, two, three. Blondes. We're going to talk about blondes. Uh, yeah. Good, good work, Kyle. Thank you. Your sign-making skills have been, like, <clears throat> on point. Gayest? Yeah. I got the, like, in, um, in element, or not, I mean, like, junior high and shit, all the girls used to write, like, real pretty names on the top of notes with their sparkly pens, and I was so fucking jealous. And so on my paper, I would, like, do the cute lettering that they did and then, like, throw it away so no one saw. So <laughs> it's the best thing about being gay is you can draw adorable lettering and everyone is fine with it. <laughs> um, and so when we uh, point at you, you all are going to say the topic blondes as well because it's fun to make a group of people say a word out loud to us. <laughs> And half of this podcast is just us having fun. So, yeah. Awesome. We will do that during the show, and you will have to be coherent enough. (laughs) The second you forget what the topic is or can't say blondes, that's when you get kicked out of the brewery. Yep. Um, Yep. Uh, So, Kyle, the the burning question everybody wants to know. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Do you identify as a blonde? What? such a pointed question. Why didn't you just say, like, are you blonde? Like, do I identify as a blonde? Yeah, yes. Is that what your, like, driver's license says? Yes, yes. It also says I'm 150 pounds, so, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what we're... T- I don't know that that's the source of... Yeah, I don't know that... Yeah, anyway. Uh, I'm an ex-blonde. Oh, how does that feel? By... by no, when I, was a ki- when I was a kid, my brothers and I had, like, we were they, they say toeheads, which I don't know if that's like a slur. Or well, not, but, I think, I think but, when uh, it's when you're the one you're talking about, you're. Okay. I don't know. I don't. That doesn't make sense to me. Our hair was like almost I, almost white. It was so blonde. Same same with mine. Um, I lived in Venezuela when I was little, and white blonde hair is highly unusual in Venezuela. And rubbing your head, um, it was uh, like good luck. So like lots of people would rub my head. I I don't remember that. I was too too young, but. Strangers would touch your child head. Yes. That's fucked yes. up. Yes. And everything was fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm glad you survived. Is that why I'm into strangers? Maybe. Okay. Yes. Great. I wait. Okay. So you used to be. What, when did that? When did that change? Yeah, like like teenagers. Oh, okay. teenage time. Oh, okay. I thought maybe maybe uh, Daddy Mike gray hair took over. Well, I mean, yeah. I had then I had brown hair for a while, and now it's it's turned white. So you know. Do you think I'm blonde? You the way yes. you asked it. Made, okay, okay. The way you asked it made it, like I thought you were like going to confront okay. me about my hair on this. So so I have more than one person that I have said uh, like I like I I like your ginger tones, and they like were vehemently don't fucking call me a ginger, you dick. And mm. so I just, I don't know, maybe you, maybe you don't like being called blonde, even though you, you clearly are. Yeah, no, that's fine. Right. I'm, a, I'm a dirty blonde. Dirty. How I'm dirty? Dirty, <laughs> dirty blonde. Um, okay, first segment? Uh, yeah. The first blonde we're going to talk about is the one sitting in this can right here in front of us. So, so has, 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 have y'all tried it? Have y'all had some of our beer? I, uh, great. Okay, we have not, I, I swear to God, we have not tasted it so we're gonna taste it on the air right now so if it's horrible this is not gonna be great <laughs> no. well I um, don't, well here's the thing 
it's be I'm not gonna like it. Yeah. Uh, so this I'm not going to like it. I'm sorry. Like, y'all, are, uh, y'all are great. I'm so happy that you helped us make a beer. I'm not going to like it. We did, uh, at Hop Capital Brewing, we did uh, a show for Yakima Pride. And while we were there, I think we were maybe drunk. Who knows? We were talking about, Unlikely. like, hey, our fifth birthday is coming up. What should we do? And they're kind enough to say, well, how about we make a beer? And uh, uh, like, fuck yeah, let's do that. But I specifically said I wanted the gayest ass beer possible. So... <laughs> So what, and that was delivered to us. What we landed on is this Kiwi Mango Blonde Ale, uh, Gayish Podcast, fifth year anniversary, that has our logo on it. Like, this is the most legit shit I think I've ever done in my entire life, is have this can right here in <laughs> front of me. D- you didn't do like, anything. I know. And then... And then <laughs> you didn't do Capitalism. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so uh, it's... It, we, we we went and actually like helped pour in things and and hot hot Ambrose the brewmaster like we got to hang out with him which was lovely yeah um, <laughs> he's very attractive he is but that's a weird I don't know I would say that to his face don't do that that's oh, a weird okay. thing to do as well um I yes you can brew me anytime that's okay <laughs> I'll, I don't know what that means I want <laughs> I want to hop on pops I don't know hops you don't like no. hops. No, I no, I don't. But I will like hopping on. In fact, dick. We, were, okay, what? we were making this beer, and Ambrose is pouring it, like measuring out, and about to pour in the hops for it. And Kyle's like, "Can we just leave that part out? Do you need the hops <laughs> part? Because that I think that's the bad part that I don't like." <laughs> um, thank okay, you, you so ready? much yeah, for helping you. us make this beer. Thank we're you, excited. Thank, thank are we going to try yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Great. Are we sipping first? Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We've got to taste it and okay. then talk about okay. it. And then I don't know if I can... Pa- I'm a frat guy. Of course I can. It's got overtones of beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. If, if I am going to drink beer, lighter beer, yeah, great. So that's ideal. Is that what makes it a blonde? Yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't know if there's like, I don't know, some smart reason that it was like, I thought you might have an entire fucking segment about. Yeah, no, like, no, 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 okay, no, 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 no. This is, this is the, this is the, the most, the most beer we're going to talk about. Like, I'm so glad God to pretend to care for that long about beer was going to be real difficult. Um, it's good. It's, it's very light, which I enjoy. Like I would drink a lot of this in the summertime. It's got like a tartness to it, which I'm, I think is probably the kiwi. Um, wow. You're fucking Paul Hollywood. What else do you, what else about it? And it has a soggy bottom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pour it on my ass. Call myself the soggy bottom yeah um yeah no it's great it's good i i like the um the the mango kiwi taste is like not too much in it so it's like still i I, if you like beer that's probably a a good thing um but like it's not too much so you actually still taste the beer so i like that flavor in it yeah that part's good yeah it's great are we uh, well we said we were gonna pound it but i this is a lot to pound all right all right cheers here we go Good night, everybody. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Woo! Hi! <laughs> this makes for great radio. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Are you okay? Sure. Yeah. Should, 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 should we make an announcement? Or do you, you, do you, you say a bunch of stuff okay. for a little okay. bit. <laughs> uh, another announcement for our fifth birthday, then. So... 
um, my mom, Ma Johnson, who actually was going to be here today. Why did we just? Why did I do that? Why did we do that? That was stupid. That was so fucking stupid. Okay. Um, uh, mom was going to be here today, but unfortunately, she couldn't uh, and had had to back out. But. We are announcing that a, uh, a new sort of mini podcast called Momsplaining with Ma Johnson uh, is going to happen um, for our Patreon folks. So, so $5 and above, uh, you'll get monthly at least uh, advice from Ma Johnson, but we want to source the questions from y'all. So if you call our hotline, 5855-GAYISH, and leave a question for Mom or something that you would like her to explain to Momsplain to you, we will get her to do that. So please uh, think of your questions. Are you okay? Do you need to go throw up or something? <laughs> no, I'm just burping a bunch. <laughs> I'm trying to lean away from the mic, and then you're calling me out, which is but but yeah, uh, get your questions into her, and uh, we will we will get uh, get that started uh, in May. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true, Mike. I burp we'll you like a that. baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fetish. Um, yeah, no, it, um, yeah, we will have. I don't know what you just said, so I'm assuming explain. But uh, yeah, every month we'll we'll have these little little episodes. Uh, she's going to answer your questions, and um, I, it's it's <laughs> it's interesting. I don't think I'm going to edit these. I think I'm just going to let them run. When we have her on the show, I don't know if you know this, but what you hear is edited heavily. <laughs> so you'll you'll get the extra 50% that was like, this is not at all the topic or what we're talking about or like things I don't understand. So yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And she is too. Yeah. yeah. Um, other Patreon updates. We are going to every month. We already do a bonus episode, but uh, they are going to be full fucking episodes. They are going to be, we're going to pick a topic, potentially try to source them from things that y'all vote on and uh, we don't pick because we let people vote on topics every month. So the ones that lose out to that, but a lot of people wanted, we're going to actually like re- just record full episodes about them every month. So also bonus, uh, bigger bonus episodes uh, every month. So join Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Yeah. Now, do you want to talk about All blondes? Right. I'm going to talk about the history of blondes. No, I'm kidding. Okay, um, but- God. But I am going to talk about uh, blonde biology, like why blonde people exist, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the stereotypes about why, blonde people. Why do blonde? Why is blonde? Why do blonde? Why, why, why blonde? Why blonde? <laughs> why um, now? So it's it's uh, yeah, there's you melanin is one of the pigmentation things that happen in the human body, and you got less. Like that's <laughs> that's what's happening there. It, like you you melanin. I melanin. You melanin. E U M E L A. That seems mean. That seems judgy. Uh, but yeah, b- blonde hair is caused by low levels of the dark pigment eumelanin, and uh, it's also true. It's not just like anecdotes or whatever that blonde hair tends to darken with age, and um, natural blonde hair is significantly less common in adulthood. So you're rare and special. Oh, my therapist says the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, it is primarily found in people living in or descended from people who lived in the northern half of Europe. Scandahoovians and whatnot. Scandahoovians? That's what my dad said. I don't know. Oh, it sounds like it's from Dr. Who's. Yeah. Do- yeah. Dr. Who's. <laughs> Dr. Seuss? Dr. Seuss. God, I shouldn't have chugged a beer before trying to talk. It's, hey. Um, are you okay? Yeah. Okay, great. No, I'm great. Um, yeah, but that's where we think your people are from, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm from like... Germany, British, Irish, I don't know. I'm just kind of a European mutt. Yep. So, yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, however, there is blonde hair in some societies closer to the equator, and um, it's really 
it's it's independent of skin tone. So there are a lot of like brown and black people that have natural blonde hair uh, just because of the way that genetics work. But it's 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 quite quite rare. Um, so oh the, the Solomon Islands, Vanuatu, Fiji, the Berbers of North Africa, some Asians. Um, but the whole reason for it, it seems to be that like lighter skin allows you to uh, synthesize vitamin D more easily. Mm. You absorb more sunlight and you vitamin D. So it's, it's all about the D, Kyle. It always has been. I know. <laughs> like, like, you, you need the D. <laughs> Doctor told me I was not getting enough D. <laughs> that is true. They meant the, you know, the thing, not the, you know, the. You know, the, the mouth thing. Oh, they're both mouth things. Never mind. But, you know, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You swallow the D. Yeah, yes. Every swallow, everyone. That's what your doctor wants. Uh, okay, so now to, like, stereotypes and stuff. In Western culture, blonde hair has long been associated with female beauty. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Aphrodite, the Greek goddess of love and beauty, was uh, blonde. Um, but then in ancient Greece and Rome, blonde hair was frequently associated with prostitutes. Oh, se- sex workers. Sex workers. Yeah. What? Wait, which did one cause the other? Did one lead to the other? Okay, so anytime you think something is beautiful, eventually somebody tries to fuck it. I think that that's, <laughs> I, I think that's the, 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 the dots connect there because of that. Um, let's see. So let's talk about blonde Stereotypes. So, what are, what are some of the ones that you are familiar with or have heard of? I was trying to think about like blonde jokes, and, and you know, they're they're all that you're dumb and sexual. And I was trying to think. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, <laughs> yeah, out. I think so. I don't think. I think it tends to be more about um, blonde women is who a lot of the jokes are directed at. So I don't think that really affected me too much or like uh, care. But yeah. Um, yeah, intelligence and, and sluttiness. <laughs> What's the? Yeah, 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 yeah. There, so there are. Um, there, there's this a feminist named Annette Kuhn, and she's a, a writer, and she has studied a lot of this kind of stuff. I'm sorry. Are you talking about studies right now? Well, no. I'm just, Ooh, just, just uh, tread carefully. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is my shit. <laughs> Study like not a paper, but like reading. She's. She studies. She's stuff. she's read. She's read. She's read yeah. about this. Um, okay. Anyway, so she points out that a lot of stereotypes associated with men are related. Like if you think of a dumb jock or a surfer dude or a himbo, oh. they're likely a blonde white guy. Oh, yeah. And and so this. Um, there are uh, there's a lot wrapped up, and it's true for women also that there's a, a lack of intelligence or a vapidness or a. Uh, obsession with appearance that is associated with with blondes that crosses gender. God, I never, I, yeah, I never did sports. Is this another reason people expected to? And because I'm tall, and because my brother did. Like, people always just thought I should be into sports or play basketball. I mean, you're and, tall, uh, yeah. like, God, that didn't translate to basketball skills. No, boy, I was so bad at basketball. There's a there's a guy that I follow on. Uh, TikTok, who's like six nine and just clumsy as fuck, hates <laughs> basketballs, like not interested in it whatsoever. Yeah, like, it, yeah. it's it's true, it's true. Um, okay, so this this same chick, Annette Kuhn, has divided blonde stereotypes in cinema into three categories, and I want you to, well, 
react because it's a podcast. But okay, also, sure. tell me, tell me which ones you identify with. Okay. <laughs> uh, first is uh, the dumb blonde, which we already talked about a little bit. Kuhn defined it as quote a blonde with an overt and natural sexuality and a profound manifestation of ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> it's the smartest way to say dumb that I've ever heard. I love that. I want the next time I'm talking to a dumb person, can it use that line? Yeah. What was it? You have a profound manifestation of ignorance. Wow, that is a profound ma- like someone on Twitter. That'd be a perfect response. To someone on Twitter. That is a profound manifestation of ignorance. Like I'm so impressed by how dumb that was. Yeah. You had to work hard for that dumb. That didn't come, dumb didn't come to you. You found it. <laughs> That's incredible. (laughs) Uh, And she provided uh, Jane Mansfield, Marion Davies, Alice White, Marie Wilson, and Mamie Van Doren as examples of that stereotype. They're all used, like, kind of breathy. Yeah. They have, like, this kind of thing. Number two is the blonde bombshell, which she defined as, quote, a blonde with explosive sexuality and is available to men at a price. (laughs) (laughs) I relate. Why do I relate to this? I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, she, she said uh, Bridget Bardot, Lana Turner, Jean Harlow, Joan Blundell, Mae West, Barbara Eden, Marilyn Monroe, and Diana Doors are examples. Cool. I, I know them. All sure. of them. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, third is the ice cold blonde. Kuhn Kuhn defined it as, quote, a blonde who hides a fire beneath an exterior of coldness. That's not, okay, that's not how fire and ice work, but that's fine. (laughs) You know, you can't can't hide fire behind ice. Okay, sure, metaphors. But like the blonde ice queen kind of the thing. Yeah, I guess so. Nicole Kidman comes to mind for some reason, although that's not in the list of people that she suggested. Oh. Uh, um, You know, Nicole Kidman, she always seems like, you know, I don't know, like she's up to something. Michelle Pfeiffer Uh, in What Lies Beneath? Yeah. God, she was so fucking evil. Is she actually a blonde? More something Nicole Kidman. Okay. I thought oh. Nicole Kidman had red hair. I don't fucking know, Kyle. I'm not, I'm not a hair gay. <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, she provided Grace Kelly, Veronica Lake, Kim Novak, Mae Murray, and Eva Marie Saint as examples of that. So do any of those um, more... Like, if you, like, like Golden Girls or Sex in the City, which one are you style? <laughs> if you had to pick. Which, which shitty which stereotype one? are you? Which, which shitty stereotype are you? I don't know. I, I'm... Maybe the dumb one. You know, this is back to like, I'm Rose and go Golden Girls. Like, maybe a little bit dumb. But didn't we just say that we're both Rose? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're um, Blanche. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the Blanche. Yeah. I'm the Blanche. Yeah. Uh, why is that bad? Oh, my God. What? Okay, we're going to talk after the show. What's wrong with uh, that? Uh, <laughs> She's the reason shit got done. Uh, 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 by, by, by fucking everybody? Not Blanche. Um, Dorothy. Dorothy. Oh, okay. (laughs) You're the so the opposite of Blanche. You don't fuck anyone until you know them. Uh, Okay. Woo. Suddenly the universe makes sense again. (laughs) Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I was, I was confused. Okay. Yep. 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 That's the right name. Um, Uh, Yeah. The kind of the dumb one, maybe. I don't know. I was like, I, I did really well in school, but I like, I don't have any common sense. So I don't know. I'm good at studying and memorizing shit it's and really, then forgetting it right away. It so. is super interesting to me that this is your personal narrative because my experience of you is that you are surprisingly good at life. Like, <laughs> like, like, like you, you like, okay. for, for instance, 
just one example. The other night, we were playing a brand new board game, and everybody there had played it but you. Mm-hmm. And then you sat down, and you asked great questions, and you followed, you, like, you knew right away, and you are really, you're, you're on it. Like, you're good. Yeah. At, That's true. I mean, but I think, I'm like, why isn't hey, everyone else doing Oh, hey, Mike. Do you like taking compliments in public? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's real fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Can I... Oh, oh uh, so I was just going to uh, finish with, uh, it's believed that the first recorded dumb blonde in media was an 18th century blonde French courtesan wow. named Rosalie Duthay, whose reputation of being beautiful and dumb, even in the literal sense of not talking much, inspired a play about her called La Curiosité de Flois. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it was Favorite play. Uh, in, in Paris in 1775. So huh. I, I sort of thought that the dumb blonde, the blonde stereotypes largely came out of the 80s. And I don't know why I thought that. There's just like a, like a felt sense. I don't know. It's been around a long that ass that, time. Because that's when you grew up or something? <laughs> yeah. That wasn't supposed to be me. <laughs> no, no, that's true. Was, yeah, okay. okay yes, yeah. I'm, I'm 43, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone knows that. And that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, go for it. What do you, what do okay. you, what do you okay. got? Okay. Okay. I have some of the studies. So, um, do I was, blondes have more fun? Do you, see, that's the thing. Um, and I feel like that phrase is like fallen out of favor just because like, oh, what? I feel like there's no way that your life is more fun than mine. That's, yeah, you, but you're very boring. I think, I think it, that probably not compared to most people, <laughs> m- but maybe I might win compared to you. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So um, what I did is actually, there were a bunch of studies that used the phrase in the title, do blondes have more fun? So I was going to give you a quick rundown of the findings of all okay. the studies that's, that asked the question, do blondes have more fun? Can you just say yes or no? No. Okay, great. <laughs> Technically did it. Yep, so, okay. Did. <laughs> um, a 2010 study called Physical Appearance and Wages Do Blondes Have More Fun? They found that blonde women receive larger wage premiums. I couldn't find the raw text, uh, so I don't know any more information than that. Okay. So, so blondes get paid more? Is mm-hmm. that the, that's the, that's the, t- okay. Yep. Yep. All yep. Right. Um, hair color and weight and wages. Waitresses with blonde hair have more fun. Uh, 2012 uh, survey, they had, they had um, uh, waitresses put on different wigs, and uh, the, uh, they measured the effects of hair color on tipping and found that waitresses wearing blonde wigs received more tips, but only from male patrons. Waitresses' hair color had no effect on females' tipping behavior. That's interesting. Either... They don't know about lesbians, and didn't, <laughs> or maybe lesbians are more equitable than men, or maybe just like straight women tip the same. More maybe, may, or maybe all these. Uh, I mean, you do know how waitressing works, right? Like they're not fucking; they're just like. But you gotta like, <laughs> but you gotta dance around the idea of fucking <laughs> so you get tips more. I assume. I don't know. <laughs> People working here, <laughs> let let us know if you've been fucking any of the patrons with your eyes. Um, uh, on the influence of the hair color on eliciting help, do blondes have more fun? From 1985. Okay, um, that's a good song. Okay. What? Okay. Um, a, in a study, they designed to have two men and two women confederates. 
that's a word that means something different, but was very strange to come across yeah, you're from in Texas. regular writing. <laughs> two, con- <laughs> two Confederates hung out on the street. Um, uh, wore uh, bl- brunette wigs for half of their interactions, wore blonde wigs for the other half, and asked for help. Uh, they found that women helped Confederates. Again, that's so... Women helped uh, these people equally, regardless of their gender. Men helped women more, um, but they did not uh, treat them differently based on their hair color. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, okay, I, I need to own... Like, this is problematic, and I understand that. And I would... I think because of these stereotypes and the stuff that's in play here, I would assume that a brunette would have her shit together and, like, mm. need, needs less help, and that's terrible. Why do I feel that way? Uh, but, the, I mean, okay, when we talk about our problematic, the problematic views we have, there's a part of it that is, like, but this is what society has told me for so long, yeah. and if you, go, if you don't question those things, then that's where all of these come from. Like, I rationally it's, know it's bullshit, and I don't want to be this way. I'm just and, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, but that's, the, that's part of it, is, like, un, unexamined or unquestioned we will all have some of these beliefs because the stereotypes like happen to us and we don't know that they are going to happen to us. Yeah. And so acknowledging, oh, wait, I just realized that society gave me this stereotype and now I know about it. Like, yeah. that's yeah. the first step. So like, th- th- and it's not going to be something you fix overnight. So like, there's this discomfort with learning that you have this stereotype that you can't change it right away, but now you know about it, and then it feels worse. And yeah. so, like there, like there's the realizing it, and then, and then you're in this middle ground where it's like, oh, I know this is bad, but I still thought it, and you just have to live with that discomfort for a bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, Absolutely. I don't know how to fix it. I, no, that's no, no, the no. only I, step I, I know of. So I, I, I don't know. Fix it. Like a lot of things, awareness is the first step. Yep. Um, yeah. I. I my suspicion, again, like I'm just going to guess based on not having re- read any more than what I just told you, is the the fact that it is a woman made men stop. Regard, like the hair color was less. Like in that situation, you're a woman, I'm a man, and so I assume you need help. That's most of what they're bringing to it. Hair color is so small in the factor that they were thinking about like when deciding to stop. Sure. In a different situation where you have like more interaction like a waitress, you have more time, you can you can decide if you're you're into her and want to tip more cuz you for some reason problematically think you're gonna, I don't know get fucked after tipping them well like you know like you have more time to to like live in that experience and evaluate this person. You know, it's interesting too cuz like when when you talk about this like my first instinct is to say that like how shitty on the patron to treat them differently with with disparity. But then also, one thing about stereotypes, if they're about you, you can start to believe them. Mm-hmm. So like if if the blonde stereotype is that you're gregarious and bubbly and outgoing and you like you flirt with the customers, if that's like part of the thing that you're supposed to be, do you start acting that way mm. and then getting more tips because you're acting in a way that your stereotypes informed you to act. Yeah, I think I think so many people like learned like blondes would be a great example, learned they're more attractive and, you know, might get paid more because of it and maybe they think like they deserve that. No one likes to be like, "Oh, I only have what I have because I'm I was blonde." Like that's the reason they get better tips. Like you'd probably want to be like, "No, I'm a great waitress. I gave them their eggs." Yeah. <laughs> at, at the right temperature, eggs? or I don't know, you know, <laughs> I had eggs this morning, so it's, it's like, they were at a good temperature. Eggs so. on the brain. Yeah. Um, this is my favorite study I think I've ever read uh, in the history of this entire show. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a tall, 
It's all order. Blondes do not have more fun. A non-blinded crossover field study in 2019 published in the Medical Journal of Australia. Uh, blondes did not have... Australia, don't you have anything better to study? <laughs> what, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, Rethink your funding. <laughs> there is a part of this, like, I get the number of blonde humans that exist in the world is far more. But, like, when we look at studies and, like... They did, they did not study any trans people. Here are these 20 studies about blondes and whether they have fun. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah, a little yeah. bit of that that's like, okay. Yeah. Hey, research. Um, okay. Uh, in 2019, the, uh, the, the result, I will start here. The result is that blondes did not have more fun than non-blondes, neither while sitting upright nor lying down. Riding the water slide, lying down. Hold up. Riding the water slide, <laughs> riding down was significantly faster than sitting upright and also more fun. So, <laughs> do you want me to explain? Yes, I'm so confused. <laughs> um, a convenient sample of 21 healthy Danish researchers, including 10 blondes and no- 9 non blondes, uh, two had missing data. <laughs> Bald. Oh. Um, um, they completed. Wait, a, does it say it said that? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were editorializing. Nope, that's, <laughs> to, that's a quote from the study. Uh, participants completed a visual analog scale for fun and a profile of mood states um, and uh, questions before and after two rides on a water slide, once sitting upright, once lying down. There was a washout between rides. Washout is a study thing where you like. You give them time between things to let to like let the I don't know the high of riding down the water slide wear off to, to okay sure so it's a fair um, and uh, we found no evidence that blondes experience more fun or are more susceptible to mood changes than non blondes so they had equal amounts of fun on the water slide okay all right published study yeah. My goodness. I fucking love this. I don't... That's just the best. Okay. Um, uh, last one. This is uh, actual... Fine, would you, would you? Would you participate in that study? Hell yeah. You'd like... like some, yeah. Some I would ride down a water guy slide. Guy in a lab coat and probably with like a stethoscope is like, hey, blondie. <laughs> <laughs> you want to ride this slide? <laughs> sure, doctor. <laughs> what are you going to do for me, I, though? Give you, I don't know. Give you $10 and a voucher. <laughs> <laughs> Can I change in my voucher for nothing? Okay. Um... Uh, I've I've gotten so used to doing uh, brain magnets. I've gotten so used to filling out those questionnaires of like, how's your mood? And I'm like, bad, 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 bad. You know, like I'm just so used to doing that all the time now. I would have like writing down a water slide and then filling out a mood thing. Like, that'd be fine. Okay. Last one study that actually answered the question. Are blondes really dumb? That was the title of this 2016 study. Um, I'm so nervous. They uh, <laughs> Apparently there's this giant, like thousands of people, uh, baby boomer, uh, like people, they started this study and have been studying over time, like long periods of time. So we have all this historical information and questions. They use that group to look at the IQs of men, women, sorry, but non-binary people, in the eyes of research, you barely exist. Um, so we only have men and women and hair color. They looked at the IQ of these men and women. They found that blondes, uh, blonde women have a uh, higher mean IQ than women with brown, red, or black hair. Wow. And blondes are more likely classified as geniuses and less likely to have an extremely low IQ than women with other hair colors. So the wow. order for women was blonde, then brown, then red, then black. Um, they measured 
Um, they, they did what they could to re- remove this down to white women. They, they could only exclude races. To, so Yeah, I was going to ask if, if, this, to, if this is just racism. Um, they, they did their best to try to factor out other things like economic advantage. If you have more money, you'll have more things for testing. You'll get better scores. Like there's a lot of, you know, inherent sure. racism in our you know, structure. Blah, blah, blah. Sure. That's not this episode. This is episode is light and breezy and about blondes. Um, so yeah, they, they did their best to factor that shit out. So this is mostly like as, as much as they could get to white women. Wow. Um, uh, yeah. Bro- blonde, then, blonde, then brown, then red, then black hair for, for women. For men, it was brown first, then blonde. Suck Second, it. okay. <laughs> uh, then red, then black. Uh, possible explanation is they found that blonde women had more access to newspapers, magazines, and library cards. Like they were more likely to have these things what? in their home growing up than women of other hair color. And I wonder, okay. Every time I go to the library, they're like, nope, you're not blonde. Oh, sorry. So sorry. It's blonde month. <laughs> no, no, no books for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if blonde people tend to make more money on average because they get more tips, because they get a job, because people think they're hot, people help them or, or whatever, they, uh, they have more like money to then sure. buy resources, reading resources. Peroxide. The library. Peroxide. <laughs> 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 um, and I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if these are connected in any way of, of having an economic advantage because because you're blonde because people yeah. think you're hot because people want to do things to you to, so that they hope you'll do things to them like I don't yeah. know <laughs> yeah that's that's the research excellent yeah well, thank you Kyle thank you Mike blondes do not have more fun I don't think well, kind of they kind of do they, the, they get more things sometimes and they're smart at least the lady ones well, the men are second smart alright second smartest um, well, I, this is going to be a, a pretty short segment, I think, but I would like to talk to y'all about the book slash movies, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, um, subtitled The Intimate Diary of a Professional Lady. It was written by American author Anita Luce. And, um, is that her real name? That's she is yes loose l o o s anita loose okay anita loose that's it, boy that's a great porn name you were right that's, that's that sounds made up now that you it say does, it. it really really does <laughs> um yeah so it's it's a it's a comic novel and um it follows the escapades of a, a flapper, a blonde flapper in the 1920s is like i forget if i said it, it was tw- 1925 is when it came out um, I'm just now recovering from chugging that entire beer, so I'm finally, for the first time, the show with you. Okay, <laughs> I'm good. here with you finally. Glad you're listening. Glad you're listening. <laughs> uh, the main character is Lorelai, and she's a hot mess, sort of. And um, Lorelai, I get you. I get you, girl. <laughs> I but, get it. But the the, um, the 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 book "Gentlemen Prefer Blondes" then has been turned into two movies since then. One in the 20s, one in the 50s. Uh, it was a 1949 Broadway musical, and um, it, it is uh, it, it widely critically acclaimed um, uh, book. I didn't, then, know, I didn't know it was a book. I only knew it was a movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, like a lot of things, you know, you read the book first, right? Sure. <laughs> Books. As, as a blonde, I have more access to reading materials. <laughs> That's what I've, what I've found, yeah. 
Um, but uh, what what I, the gayish angle here mm-hmm. is not just the impact on culture because there's definitely some like measurable things that happen because of just that gentlemen prefer blondes. So that's a title that people know, and that has power. Yeah, right? like the, the, I, I I believe that I undervalued how much just this is a super popular book and this phrase now enters our lexicon and that has an effect on blonde people. Mm-hmm. I think before the show I completely undervalued how how much even things like that have on, on us as people, our culture, our stereotypes, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well uh uh I'll get to the gayish the gayish the gay part here in just a second. Okay. She was inspired to write the novel by an incident on a train bound for Hollywood, which that I don't know, sounds like a country song or something. But, uh, quote, <laughs> I was allowed to lug heavy suitcases from the racks while men sat about and failed to note my efforts. She's a brunette, by the way. Uh, when another young woman, quote, happened to drop the novel she was reading, several men jumped to retrieve it. And she guessed that the difference in men's behavior was because she was a brunette and the other woman was a blonde. And thus, this whole thing started. God, then she had to be smart and write a book. She had to like she, she couldn't like be an actress or something easy. <laughs> she had to like fucking write a book and yeah, use yeah. her brain. Yeah. Oh, that sucks to not be blonde. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> Try being gray and gay. No, <laughs> that's that's in now. I think I think I think we're at the right point in time for you and your hair. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I went I went and got it cut last week, and uh, my barber like wasn't wearing a mask for the first time in mm-hmm. two and a half years, and I was like, oh, I forgot you're hot. <laughs> uh, what part of you needs to see his face to tell that? Yeah. That's We're very different show. people, Kyle. <laughs> I don't have to see that even after you leave my... Okay. Uh, so what gets left out of this conversation with Anita Luce and, and, and Gentlemen for Blondes is that she wrote an also well-received sequel, but Gentlemen Marry Brunettes. Oh no! In, 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 in 1927, <laughs> which actually furthers the stereotype, right? That like, mm-hmm. like y- y- you fuck blondes, but you marry a brunette, right? Like, in this the- separation in our culture of sex and marry, of of like, sex is something that you do and have fun, and then you marry the person that you like bond with, and th- like those two as different ideas is like insane to me. That like, fuck, marry, kill. We play, we play, we play. Fuck Mary Kill all the time. Do you want to play it with the audience? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought you would pick your ex-husband for all of them. <laughs> You've done two so far. One more to go. <laughs> if anybody knows where he is, let's track him down. Um, so, so it, this it was it was decades later, and she was on a TV program. Uh, she was asked during a television interview in London whether she intended to write a third book. She facetiously replied that the title and theme of the third book would be Gentlemen Prefer Gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) And the interview was immediately terminated and they went to commercial. Are you serious? Holy shit, they didn't know what to do with that. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Crazy, right? What? <laughs> we had a minor technical thing, and I just sat here quietly for like 15 minutes. Imagine, like, you're like, oh, you said something gay. 
Welp, everybody, it looks like Tide is here. We got to <laughs> go over to them. That's insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I think that's... I, I would like to think that that's because she's badass and an ally. But yeah, yeah. Who knows? Oh, oh. But, what, was in her, what was in her heart when she said that? Is that what you're... I mean, dudes fucking dudes, apparently, because that's what she said on the interview. But she, I mean, and when was this? Uh, it said... So the... Several decades later is what it said. Maybe I can get a date for you here real quick. I, I don't, don't know. I don't care uh, that much. But, but like the 60s, I think. Okay. Yeah. No, she gets it. She's down. I think she's down. I think she said that because she's, she's chill. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's gentlemen prefer blondes and the the gay the gay moment that got her kicked off of TV. <laughs> I love that. God, if I could do something gay that got me kicked off TV, that would be like. <laughs> finally, I would have something to put in my Twitter bio. Um, uh, do you want to make an announcement? Oh, sure. It's our fifth anniversary. It's announcement time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, announcement is uh, dearly departed uh, fucking Dan, who yeah. we love and we loved having on the show. Uh, I we, saw him the other night. He uh, his beard's grown out a little bit. Looks good. Great, yeah. excellent. Yeah, but we've we've realized that we are a train wreck without somebody helping us out. So we are hiring. We are posting a open position for a production assistant on this show. Yeah, you can go to the internet site that will be available at gayishpodcast.com slash jobs slash. Be our new fucking Dan. <laughs> no, yeah. I haven't put it up, but I will by the time this episode goes up. Uh, slash, what'd you say? Jobs. Jobs. Oh, boy. Scroll through that. That'll be fun. Then go to slash careers. Okay. Jobs <laughs> sounds, yeah, I don't know. Wait, this is not a career. That's, that's part of why he <laughs> left. <laughs> if you go to slash jobs, you have some expectations. Okay, sure, 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 jobs. Um, but yeah, we would, we would love uh, to to receive your application no, that's, that's no, not that's helping not we, would, we yeah. are a professional organization that deals with professional business relations <laughs> businessly um, send, so we, send in a cover letter and a headshot and a dick pic and that's, <laughs> that's what we're looking for <laughs> God, I'm so wait is that nervous. a headshot and a headshot <laughs> maybe Send in your professional <laughs> application to the location mentioned in whatever place that's on the internet. Um, I don't know. Yeah, shit like helping us uh, stay organized. Yeah. Yeah. We need <laughs> and to be, the, be the legal person that's like, you can't say any of Don't say any of that to people. Don't do any of that. I'm HR. It's fine. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. Okay. Uh, can I tell you about another blonde-related media item? Yes. It is Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. Um, the movie Legally Blonde follows Elle. I don't have that, any of this written down. I don't know. It's a movie. You know it. Um, yeah. Um, well, who's, who's seen it? Everybody seen it? Written applause. Okay. Great. This is a crowd of queers. Everyone here has seen it. Um, so there is an article that I read on HuffPo. Ooh, HuffPo. Uh, that can be that can be the dumpster diving for internet content oh boy, on Huffpo, but this yeah. one was good. I mean, it's not like Reddit or 4chan or. That's, like, but it's like it's like we're we're news technically, and it's like okay, <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah, okay. Um, uh, this guy named Cole Delbeck wrote how Legally Blonde hinged on one ugly gay stereotype. Forgot about this until like it's been so long that I forgot about this until uh, Cole talked about it. Elle's character, she's blonde, but she's smart. Crazy. I mean, kind of, because the way she wins her court case is by figuring out that someone is gay. Do you remember oh. this about the movie? No. Did you see the movie? 
I think maybe. I realized. Mike, clap if you've seen this movie. <laughs> How do you probably clap? <laughs> I went to the doctor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Have you ever been to the doctor and he's like preemptively like, here's some Cipro. Like, oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah. Let me write you a prescription. I'm not even going to wait we'll, for the we'll, lab the to come back. The come back, but let's just go ahead and get you on some antibiotics. <laughs> That's one of those times where it's like, I fucking hope it's like gonorrhea, because if not, what what's leaking? Why is this leaking this way? Anyway, Legally Blonde is a movie about a lady. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so Mike then. Yes. As we all know and remember, yeah. um, the, the way she wins this court case is um, uh, uh, Reese Witherspoon... Uh, is waiting for the fountain and Enrique Salvatore, who is played by Greg Serrano, even looking him up, don't fucking know him, um, claims that he and the lady accused of murder, uh, played by Ali Larder, uh, her character's name is Brooke Wyndham, they were having an affair. So Enrique and Brooke are having an affair, an affair, and uh, she killed this guy and they were going to take his money. So it hinged on the fact that this dude is fucking this lady. Okay. So when Enrique cuts L off at the water fountain, she taps her toes and he turns around and in the sparkliest fucking shirt you've ever seen, Great. Uh, she or he says, "Don't stomp your." I'm not going to do the accent because it was e- probably even offensive at the time. Um, Don't stomp your little last season Prada shoes at me, honey. Um, she then okay. Re- hold on, huh? Knowing what brand of shoes they are, gay. Thank you like, for pointing out the stereotype. That's, liter- that's the stereotype. Yeah, okay, yeah, great. yeah. Continue. L then runs to the men. <laughs> this feminist <laughs> movement. The woman runs to the men and says, I figured it out. <laughs> and then the men kind of half believe her. So probably true. <laughs> probably true. Um, she says, gay men know designers. Straight men don't. And then Brooke, uh, the one, she's like, I'm not having sex with the dudes. Uh, that one that is accused of murder said, you know what? He did leave a share tape in the pool house one time. Sure, yeah. So on the stand, uh, handsome Luke Wilson, handsome lawyer Luke Wilson yeah. uh, uh, asked some more questions and asked a bunch of questions to this uh, guy. And at the end of it, he says, and your boyfriend's name is, and the guy says, Chuck. And then there were guests <laughs> from the audience because he is, in fact, gay. And then he tries to cover it up and be like, oh, sorry, I got confused by your question. I don't know. Chuck is just my friend. And then Chuck stands up and says, you bitch, and then storms <laughs> out. Okay, okay. There are no gay Chucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's only Charles. Charles or Charlie. There are no gay Chucks. There's no gay Chucks. That's so this- true. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Yeah. God, we, yeah, like, we have, they're, like, gay nicknames that we pick, or, like, it's, it's either your full name or, yes, okay. Um, uh, so, in the article, what it said about this moment, it, so, like, that leads to her solving the case. They went, oh, she's so smart. Like, she, she's a lawyer. You're a lawyer now. I don't know, Harry. Like, whatever, whatever, like, good thing happens because of that. In the article, it said, I readily accepted at least, um, and at least partly internalized that gay men... A, must have an encyclopedic knowledge of fashion. B, hide hide their sexuality for self-serving reasons. And C, 
exist to be either sassy or sexualized. Yeah. The the like the you know the moment of like okay gay men no designers like that we we like also looking at things that are true like gay men will be more likely to know designers and know fashion that's just i don't know i don't have the numbers but like i'm pretty sure that is actually true it's also not everyone and that's why it sucks as a stereotype because when you don't know it blah, blah. yeah for sure so like there that part like when i first saw that i was like yeah like that moment kind of that does reinforce this thing that we expect out of gay men this is probably one of those places i got it when the moment of this guy saying Chuck is my friend and Chuck that like he oh, oh th- there's no thing like she outed this this guy like they outed this guy yeah. for their own gain I guess he perjured himself so maybe it's okay I don't know the ethics of outing someone on the <laughs> stands like I don't know at what point that makes outing someone okay but like the idea that you're like like this this entire time you were fine you Chuck the partner of this dude was fine with all of this all of like he was claiming to be having sex with her this whole time for this entire case but then this guy says Chuck's my friend and that's the moment like that's so like offensive that you stand up in the middle and leave yeah. and say it in you know the super sassy gay way like actually the like follow up moment to me was the was the more spot-on stereotype and didn't need to be there. The, the case did not hinge on that thing. Like, they could have found another way to verify that, yes, he is, in fact, gay. Yeah, smoking pole is not a smoking gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know. I was going to ask if you remembered this moment or internalized it. I don't. It's, I think the answer is no. no well, it's uh, how old is this movie? It's like... 15... Like, I think he wrote no. it... He wrote it when it was like 15 years, so maybe 20 years. Okay. I mean... Long fucking time. I, I'm having vague... Like, I remember the movie. I just... I don't remember that. Um, yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Literally, like, the... There's... You know, we talk about when you have gay characters, make them involved. Like, if, if, if in Lightyear, you can just cut a scene where these two gay characters kiss, and the movie's still fine without it. I, I don't know. Like, how... Uh, your like, light, like light year that, yeah yeah your characters are not like integrated into the story and it does and that, that can be good or bad like I want just rando gays here and there but I also want gays that are integral to the storyline that you can't just cut out for no reason right, right. I don't know yeah. so yeah. like this moment could not be cut out this is she used her fashion knowledge to understand that this is a gay man and like that solved the case like this was all this it, they can't cut that moment out yeah. that had to be there yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. Do you... part part of me, I, I'm trying to do the thing where you like look back and yeah. try to yeah, yeah. F- try to forgive based on age. Yeah. Like, was that a joke that was okay 20 years ago? Because I don't think it would fly now. Right, right. It was probably okay then. Yeah, like you know, any kind of visibility at all, if not like grotesque, was. A win like, we, for a long time. We did have. I mean, they are the bad characters. Then they're the ones that are lying and cheating. But wasn't wasn't that for a period of time? Wasn't that progressive? Like, oh yeah, we we like the, they didn't die at the end. Right. They weren't yeah. like the big villain. The the big villain was I think her law professor that didn't you know didn't believe her or was trying to hit on her and all that stuff. So yeah, we were not like the big evil thing. We were just like a side evil thing. <laughs> so that's cool. I, yeah, I think you're right. I think there we did. Uh, that's both advanced and also yeah yeah i don't know i don't know how to look back on things and feel okay with like if yeah if i saw that today i'd be like 
Jesus Christ. Like, you've just gone down that territory so long to have that be the entire point of it. It's just... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Is that that okay of a... I, I struggle when stereotypes are, like, mostly based on something that's real. Like, how do you incorporate it in a way that, like, that was... I don't know. I don't know how to do that in a useful way that doesn't... Is that is that okay to base something on that stereotype? Is, yeah. is the question. Yeah, I mean we do it every episode, so it's fine. <laughs> but like, it's satire. We're like subverting the expectation. Yeah. Are we? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, should I do one more? Yeah. Thing. Okay. Time for one more. This is insane that you don't know this. Yeah. I briefly mentioned this, and I stopped you from saying any more because I don't. Yeah. It's true. Dying your, as a queer, dyeing your hair bleach blonde means you're in the middle of a crisis. <laughs> I, the, 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 the thing is, uh, the, the dude that I've been seeing and I were laying in bed yesterday morning. That was a, and he literally said exactly that. Dyeing your hair blonde means you're in a crisis. Because he was telling me about a crisis he had and he wanted to dye his hair blonde. And like. I hadn't. I'd never heard that before. And then, so you repeat it in the Jeep today. I'm like, you shut your mouth. Well, we were just talking about like I don't. I want to make sure we don't talk about the same thing. Blah yeah. blah. And so I, I was like, oh, well, I'll do the like dye your hair in a crisis thing. And you were like, what? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I, I just. How did you miss? You missed this. Okay, round of applause. Who's heard of that before? Okay, that looks to be like... More than half. Yeah, more than half. Okay, fine. I'm right. You're wrong. Fine. A convenience, as they called it, a convenience sample, a non-blind convenience sample. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. What kind of crisis counts? Boy, what crisis doesn't count, Mike? The only crisis that doesn't count is like a missile crisis. Like, I think you have to have like <laughs> a deep... I think it's just like a deep personal crisis, and that could like for, for gays could almost literally be anything. You know, like, the number of things that are a crisis, if my iced coffee comes back hot, like, I, I might need to go home and dye my hair blonde. Sure. Crisis. <laughs> Walk very quickly home. <laughs> Walk very quickly home. Um, uh, I was mentioning uh, I went to get my blood drawn for prep because I do that every three months because that's what you should do as a uh, person on prep. Everyone get on prep. Um, and the lady drawing my blood was like, oh, I like your fingernails. Is that white out? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I need to tie my hair now. That's it. I was like, <laughs> it's already blonde. It's, it's been blonde as long as I've known you. You and uh, you've always been in a crisis. So, oh like, my God, I was born in a crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I never stood a chance. The crisis was me. Okay. Um, I tried to look back. There, there are a few things I will say of like. Looking back, this was definitely amplified during uh, quarantine when everyone was like, oh, like, if I wasn't having a crisis before, what the fuck is this? So there was an article that was often uh, referred to on Mel magazine called, should I, a gay man in self-quarantine, crisis bleach my hair? I Subtitled, I fully believe I'd make a hot blonde even though everyone is telling me no. <laughs> um, you can be blonde and do like Justin Bieber like he definitely like was like 
I don't know, got into a giant car wreck and was no longer allowed in the U.S. or something, and then all of a sudden hair, his hair is bright blonde. And I was like, that's offensive to me. That's appropriate. <laughs> that's our thing, sir. You can't, do, you can't take this racist. from us. To, like, that's racist and gay. It's like, um, oh, God. Um, so that came out in 2019. Uh, there was a uh, tweet from Bob the Drag Queen that everyone referenced that if a gay guy bleaches his hair, check on him. He's going through something tough. <laughs> um, there was a question on Quora that I enjoyed. God that, bless Quora. God bless Quora. What a fucking shit show. <laughs> um, still a little bit better than HuffPo. Yes. <laughs> Slightly higher quality than Huffington Post. Um, uh, why do I hate Huffington Post? I don't know. I don't know. Show me on the doll where Ariana Huffington touched you. It's just there's an. They try to do this like platform where anyone can post, and they try to make it look like it's a natural part of their website. So like sometimes you're like the crisis in Ukraine, and then you go over to something else, and it's like, are gay people horrible? Or like I don't know, just like these dumb articles that you're like, oh, you're just a rant. You're not a news. Person, you're just a dude who posts your opinion. Sure. And anyway, on Quora, yes, the website. Uh, why does everyone call me gay just because I dyed my hair? <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In, in the '90s, it was okay to dye your hair if you were a dude and not be considered gay. Oh, like I was straight then. Yeah. And had like I did the like frosted whatever. Did you have frosted tips? But yeah, but like lots of people did. No, no, we're, oh, don't, don't, don't blame everyone else for your decisions. <laughs> I'm sorry, you had frosted tips. Yeah, I remember doing the thing where like you would wear the cap and then you would poke holes in it and you would pull your hair through it, so it was just you some had of frosted tips. You <laughs> look, it was 1997, <laughs> and that was fine. <laughs> Sure. It was fine then, too. Yeah, no. Oh, in, in 1997, everyone was looking around being like, this kind of sucks, right? Everyone yeah. wanted to be in a boy band, Kyle. That's just how we rolled. Do you then. have a picture of you with frosted tips? I'll find it. Sure. Yeah. I can't. There was also the one time when I fucked it up, and I ended up like doing it, and then for some reason getting a haircut, and then it just looked like I was a leopard because I had like circles of like... <laughs> <laughs> You messed up your frosted tips? <laughs> yeah. And you didn't know you were gay? <laughs> Neither did my fraternity brother who did it. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to move on. It's okay. good that we're almost done with it. You had... <laughs> I'll show you. Okay. I got pics. Okay, okay, okay. So um, I thought maybe this was just a, a quarantine, a COVID thing that like became a big thing. I, I, I did find... 2018. Oh, recent. Okay. We were innocent. We were post-frosted tips, pre-COVID era. <laughs> it was a beautiful time for us as people. Um, um, a 2017 meme that said, why does Jigglypuff look like every gay who dyes their bl hair blonde because they have a minor life crisis? And if you go back and look at Jigglypuff... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. I didn't know you are such a Pokemon stan. Oh, That's I'm not. Great. It... Okay. it, it <laughs> This, these words had a picture above okay, it. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's been like an, a, a thing for at least four years. I don't know before that. If, I don't know. That's crazy. I'm just... Okay, so the, uh, the... I mean, the last crisis I had, I just ate a bunch. Did that, did that fix it? No. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I get that. 
Um, <laughs> my last crisis, I <laughs> started a podcast. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll let you know when it's over. Great. I'm not sure. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, I think I think there is something to changing your hair that is both queer. Like there's certain like queer. We'll, we need to do a whole separate episode on haircuts because there is sure. there is there are gay haircuts. Oh, there yeah. are certain like you dye your hair mostly purple like that like that's like you're queer like there's a bisexual bob there's there's haircuts that are um but there is something to um you're making a change you're doing something that's drastic it's not like permanent like dyeing your hair is not like so it's a change that um is i don't know is sometimes when people feel out of control they control the things they can control and the color of your hair is a thing you can control absolutely and there's a specific thing about like your body it is your body that you're making a change to like the ownership of your body and the way you present i think there like a lot of people come out and i think people have a, a few different ways like i think i did this more than i would like to admit of like oh i'm not going to be one of those gays you know like yeah. i'm not yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. and then like i However long later, I'm wearing skirts and shiny shoes and, you know, like glitter on the weekends, you know. So uh, I think a lot of I think a lot of people don't want to be like that. Or other people are like, how do I become more visibly queer and finding some of these things that are like, oh, I've heard queer people do this thing. So I want to do it. That's I think there's there's part of some of these stereotypes that are good that if I want to feel queer, like unless it's just fucking yelling it a whole bunch, which I don't know you can do. What was that? Are you molting? There was a feather that came off of you. <laughs> I think this is my high-quality free hoodie that's falling apart. <laughs> Who knew wearing only free clothing? Um, I, but there's something good about finding some of these stereotypes or, and then having being able to do that thing, and then that makes you feel more connected or makes you feel queer when, you know, obviously your hair color is not inherently queer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I saw Kristen Stewart though her haircut. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's inherently queer. Um, uh, she like shaved it and dyed it. Before sure. Blonde. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think there are some good things about stereotypes too that um, that can make people feel connected. It can be powering, empowering to lean in. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I had about blondes. What do you, What else do you have about blondes? I don't know. Did we do it? Um, did, we didn't talk about beer at all. That was on purpose on my part. On purpose on yours? We talked about beer? Yeah. We talked about this beer. We did. We did talk about this beer. I still don't know why it's called Blondes or the definition of any kind of beer. But oh. I also don't want you to tell me because I'm not going to remember. Great. Okay. Uh, I think we did it then. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, be thinking about your gayest straightest because we're going to take volunteers by show of hands when we get there. So, okay, well, just like, settle down when I say so. Um, I'm going to daddy everybody, apparently. Um, uh, so be, be thinking about that. Every episode, as you're probably already aware, because a lot of you clapped at the beginning, uh, we take a break for no explicable reason. And uh, during, during our live shows, we take a break and we take a shot. So we're going to do that. Uh, Boy, didn't think that through either. Should we take a break? <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Woo! 
So are we back? I, we're back. We're back. <laughs> we are going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first, we will be in Seattle one week from today, April 10th. At and when people hear it at home, it won't be. We I know. I'm it'll so be sorry. several days away. Sunday, but. April 10th at 2 p.m. Pacific at the Hula Hula Karaoke Bar in the neighborhood of Capitol Hill in Seattle. If you want to come hear us talk in live in person one more time. And then our little tour is over. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, the uh, gayish beer will be available at the Hula Hula. So uh, we're pretty, pretty stoked about that. <laughs> if my rave review encouraged you to try it. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. You didn't know this was happening, I don't think. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, thank you. Yes. God, I love when I love people it. just. Dan, do you want to move alcohol? in with me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our, what didn't I'll I know get, was going to. We'll do this part first. Our. I, what are you doing? Um, we are on uh, social media um, on the internet at Gayish Podcast. Our hotline. You can send us text messages, leave us voicemails, including if they are for my mom to mom explain. You don't it, have to be a Patreon member. Anyone can send in a question if you wanted to answer. So yeah, it's five eight five five Gayish. That's five eight five five four two nine four seven four. Standard rate supply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our physical mailing address is Post Office Box one nine eight eight two, Seattle, Washington. 98109. Here's the thing, Kyle. Somebody we said us something. Oh. <laughs> Are we going to open up yeah, a present? I don't, know, I don't know what it is. We're going to open a present in the middle of the live show? Yep. I've literally not opened this except to just like pre-pull the seal. So. This live show hasn't been about me enough. <laughs> I want to open a gift. That's... So. Are you serious? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the card. The card says, Dear Mike and Kyle and in memoriam fucking Dan. <laughs> hey, thank you and congratulations on five years. I hope you realize the positive impact your Aww. podcast has had. I'm not sure how much of this is keto, and sadly, I could not send rosé wine from the UK. Paul Donovan. What is this? Jesus. It's a basket. A wicker basket? Like a picnic basket? Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> what is going on? Okay, that's... This is beautiful. It says happy birthday on this, like, it's either a candle or a cupcake. I'm not sure which. <laughs> I'm eating it either way. <laughs> I can't do it. This is my gayest. Famous Teas Royal Blend from Fortnum and Mason. That's excellent. Well, thank you, Paul. Really appreciate that. All the way from across the pond. Ooh, it's a fruitcake! <laughs> Me too! <laughs> That's adorable. And, and lastly, I know that we are not married, but uh, if we were married, this would be our wood anniversary because it's five years. So I got you these things. That's very... Hold on. Let me get my gift to you. Hold on. <laughs> oh no I'll treasure it Kyle whatever just stop writing whatever. <laughs> okay I got you this <laughs> okay great <laughs> great read oh no, don't I, read okay. the read part <laughs> Just read what's written on. Oh, I love it. I can't say it out loud. <laughs> Great. Yeah, it's a gift for later. 
great. What did you get me? Yeah, well, first, that is a... Morningwood! <laughs> is it a candle it called a, war- Morningwood? Yes, that is a scented candle. Morningwood scented candle. Oh, my God. What is... And this is this a wine glass? That's those are a, a couple of wine glasses that have wood paneling on the side. Wooden of them. wine glasses? I always want to look classier when I drink out of a box of wine. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this process is not classy. So, oh, thanks, Mike. Yeah. Happy anniversary, Kyle. God, I sh- okay. <laughs> yeah, you. I guess you know me well enough to know. <laughs> did not always expect in return what you give. Just seeing your smile is reward enough. That's untrue, but thank also you. Also bullshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Mike. Yeah, we're going to do our gayest and straightest here in just a second. Um, but it's our gayest and straightest sponsored by Spaces. Spaces, a new group chat app for niche queer communities by Hornet. That's hard to say sober. <laughs> Much less... <laughs> God, I have candles and cupcakes. Oh, my. Okay. Um, I will go first. Sure. Do oh, it. I gave you my paper. With oh. my- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> ah, yes. My gayest. Um, I attended uh, my hairdresser's wedding. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just stop. Should I end there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Tiffany, who was on the episode that helped you do a, an app makeover. Yeah. Um, uh, I went to her wedding, uh, and it was... Turns out, if you want to make over yourself on the apps, just lose 60 pounds. That, like, for gays, <laughs> that's the only makeover... We're, yeah, we're, we're going to talk more about that and um, everything. Um, but, uh, I, like, everything about a straight person's wedding reminds you how gay you are. Sure. I think Because I, I think I was the only gay... There was a dude with, like, bleach blonde hair, and I was like, who's that homosexual? And Having a like, crisis. <laughs> he was dancing like he was in the middle of a crisis. So, like, his... It's like his actions matched his hair. Um, and I was like, who's that gay? And they were like, oh, he's straight. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Hit me up in, like, five years, I'm sure. Okay. Um, no, it's fine. Straight people can crisis dye their hair, too. Um... So I got the like her. Can they? Yeah, a lot of celebrity. A lot of celebrities, I think, have found out about peroxide. Um, anyway, like I, you know, I want of the his and hers drinks. I wanted the hers drink because it was tastier. Um, I, I don't know. Just everything reminded me how gay I am. Yep. Um, I hey, was. Kyle. Whoa, hey Mike. You're very gay. <gasps> Thank you. Yep. I was wearing these shoes actually too. <laughs> yeah, and a velvet jacket. Awesome. Fit. <laughs> fit like a lot of people this year it like, fits when you put on like nice clothes you're like does this fit okay yeah technically um haven't, my- haven't worn a belt in two years praying to god yeah. <laughs> yeah um uh straightest is at the grocery store on the ice cream aisle you cannot open the doors anymore they have a little sign that says you have to go ask someone to like unlock them or something what I don't know. I don't. Maybe ice cream is can you frequently m- stolen. Can or? you can you make meth out of ice cream? Is that, what's happening? If anyone <laughs> would know, unfortunately, it is the gays. Um, <laughs> my straightest is I would ask have to ask another human for help doing something, so I don't get ice cream anymore. <laughs> sure, <laughs> just d- done. Gave up. Um, Bye. <laughs> what about you? Uh, my gayest straightest this week. The the, uh, the the straightest thing about me this week is uh, I was at at the gym last week talking to my my trainer, and it was just the broiest straightest conversation <laughs> ever. He's like, "Bro, 
I watched this movie. It's called The Velocipaster. <laughs> and it's about a pastor who, like, turns into a dinosaur, <gasps> so he eats sinners. <laughs> and just, like, having to feign... Starring Tara Reid. <laughs> <laughs> having to pretend that, like... I'm 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 down for this concept. Although I kind of I kind of want to watch it. But, That's but yeah. like just just you know sometimes you're talking to a straight guy and you just realize that like oh I am enabling this straightness right now. <laughs> Is your trainer hot? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um. Uh, the gayest thing about me this week. Okay. Okay. I have an announcement. Okay. Wow. It, at this late stage in our show, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh. 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 My prostate <laughs> is broken. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, oh. it is small and broken. It is famously broken. It is like your butthole. It is small and broken and medically verified to be so. Wait, like, what? I, medically verified? Yeah, so I went to the doctor last week and uh, I... And I, you were like, I, dude, I touch I, it. it. <laughs> dude, okay, the get gays, in there and the, touch g- it. The gayest thing about me this week is he, he's like, I'm going to do a prostate exam. And I'm like, oh, God, don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that to yourself or to him? I, I hope it wasn't out loud. I was very, I was very panicked. But, but uh, yeah, he's like, he's like in there sure. doing his thing. Yep. And he's like, your prostate's kind of small and hard to find. I was like, yes, you're right. I've been bitching about this for years. Oh <laughs> and, All those times I didn't believe you. (laughs) God, believe people when they tell you that their prostate is small and broke. Believe victims. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, diagnose me with, like, prostatitis or whatever it is. Like, I'm I'm on antibiotics for almost a month. Is that... How serious is this? How much do I need to care? I I have six months to live. Will you help me find a co-host within (laughs) the next six months? Uh, That is our gayest and straightest. Um, Who wants to... Oh, boy. Okay. Um, (laughs) Come come. on, Chase. Come on up. Come on up. Yeah. Come on up to the... That's a fucking Dan Design Spell Come t-shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome. All right. Can we hear it? Yeah. Okay. Um, hey, I'm uh, Sergey Skizmo, uh, yeah. a Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Um, my gayest, actually, my straightest is kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Great. That's I the help, best kind. I helped my boyfriend buy a car. Oh. Uh, like, yeah. um, what kind? A Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. This is your straightest. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gayest is um, I got a new phone uh, yesterday and the first thing I did was take a selfie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly That's right. Uh, exactly right. Thank you. Um, by the way, uh, so D- Derek has merch over here. You can r- rush around the box and, 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 and take something. We've got uh, some gayish mugs and uh, t-shirts and uh, portable glory holes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, say your name and your gay straightest. Come on up. Hey, I'm Bob from Camby. Okay. And my... Wait, Camby, Camby... Camby, Oregon. Oregon? Okay. Yes. Right. And uh, my straightest is I just bought new wrenches from Home Depot. Great. Yes. Nice. Yes. Excellent. My gayest, I'm so excited. I just got six new vintage doilies. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's awesome. That's adorable. Okay, I had a like, like, prescient appreciation for doilies at my great grandmother's house when I was like four. Like that should have been a sign. I'm like <laughs> appreciation like, of doilies. I like is to t- one of I like the early to, warning signs. I, I like to touch them. I like to like put them on my face. Like I was, I was all about the doilies. Yeah, that's so. pretty gay. Yeah. Um, in the yes, gray shirt. Yes. Yep. Yep. Love that tank top. That's a that's a rainbow bear. Hi there. I am Derek. Uh, the gayest thing about me this week is I had car problems and I had to call my dad. <laughs> Just to wait for like 30 minutes for him to show up and mm-hmm. I felt very, very gay. Yeah, yep. yep. uh, The straightest thing about me is my puppy chewed up my slip-on work boots and instead of taking that as a sign that I should not own those, I went out and I bought another pair. Yeah. <gasps> New work boots. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. You're good. You're good. You already want more? Thank you. Yeah. You. My straightest this week is that we went to Ikea to buy some super cheap furniture that won't last the next move. Yep. 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 The gayest, however, is that we bought a mirror so we could mount it to our ceiling. (laughs) 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 Come come get some merch from Derek. If you... if you don't do that right, danger. Like you, <laughs> your straightest hopefully is that you did that correctly. Um, we will get more people's uh, gayest and straightest in, in just a second. In yep. mere moments. Yep. Um, let's see. Thank yous. Uh, thank all of you for being here. Thank you so much. Like, give yourselves a round of applause. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Part the kimono a little bit here and just say, like, this is this is our first live show where, like, there was no other reason except us. It's not pride. It's not a festival. We weren't invited by somebody else. Like, we just threw this for ourselves. And the fact that, like, all of the tables are full is really very deeply meaningful to me and makes us feel like maybe we can do this again sometime. So, yeah. like, really, thank you. Uh, Speaking of deep, meaningful, personal things, I would also like to thank our sponsor, Spaces. <laughs> Deeply meaningful. Download Spaces on your iPhone. Post. If you have any photos, we have not been taking any photos. Please post them there. I would love to see them. Uh, it is a app by and for queer people because social media is horrible for LGBT people everywhere. So go to places that are made by and for queer people. Go to Spaces Hornet. You can search for Hornet Spaces or Queer Spaces on your iPhone on the App Store to download. I am there. I am chatting. Um, and thank you to them for being a sponsor. I would... What? Thank you to Hop Capital Brewing for making the beer with us. Really appreciate that. And Ridgewalker, a craft culture marketplace for being our physical host today. Really uh, appreciate that. Thank you to anyone who hosts, honestly. <laughs> Let's be real. Please be sure to tip your wait staff you're well. Say, please They've, be sure to host. Uh, also, be sure please to be host. sure to scroll down to Scruff Mark host. No one does it enough these days. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, please be sure to tip your wait staff. Uh, they've been working hard for With us today. With money. And, and, uh, and 
And thank you to uh, everybody who is sharing their gayest and straightest with us. Um, we're going to do more of that after the show, of course. And thank you to our Patreon sponsors at the highest level. Our super gap bridgers, Josh Copeland, Forrest Noel, Patrick Martin, Anonymous, James Barrel, Explosive Lasagna, Christopher Bale, Jamie Pugh, Kevin Henderson, Tipsy McStumbles, Don Linsky, Thomas B. Dustin Sands, A. Coleman, Chris Gattori, and Jerome York, and C. and Ann Javi. Boy, I chugged at several things. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Cacciatorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Thank you, Portland. Can I eat a cupcake? <laughs> Sure, <laughs> girl, go for it. <laughs>